Should I flip the timer? Uh, sure. Flip the timer. Ready. Right. And I'm going to clap when you flip it. And action. What's up? Uh, you know, just quarantining. <laughs> you know, just yeah. your typical pandemic day. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> and all that comes with the the pandemic days. Yeah. How are you living these days? How are you feeling? I wish I could work out some more, mm-hmm. and play some more ball, be with people. Uh, but for what I have to work with, not doing too, not doing bad right now. Mm. Making the most of it. Yeah, got to. Gotta make the most of it. Make the most of every day, no matter what happens. Yeah. At least I, I strive to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about yourself? Whew. I'm living my life like it's golden. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> Live my life like it's golden. <laughs> realizing that I still have so much left to learn. I'm doing a lot of reflection lately because I am on this... 30 days till 30 binge and I'm on 30 days till 30 years old. Another 30 revolutions around the sun. (laughs) I'm just like, where has the time gone? And a lot of time has gone by. (laughs) You know, they say life is short. But it's actually the longest thing you'll ever do. Facts. That Bars. that is so yeah, that's so true. And I'm I'm just I'm really happy to be here still. I I've been saying that a lot lately and it still rings very true for how I'm feeling right now in this this time. And yeah, reminiscing on, on where the last 30 years have taken me and what has brought me to this point now and intending to honor all of that and still feeling very much um, nervous uh, about like what does this next chapter have in store if this is what has happened before and also feeling very invigorated too and mm. excited that that there's just more living to do and that I get to share beautiful moments um, with people that I love and care about. And I've just learned so much along the way. And so if there's opportunities to share what I've learned, I want to take them and I'm definitely pursue them. Mm. But yeah, it's been a lot, of, a lot of reflection this year, I think in general due to COVID and this, this so-called opportunity to slow down and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just really sitting with a lot of things these days and slowing down is something that is so unusual of a feeling, but I'm I'm really grateful for how I'm bending into it nowadays. I think that I didn't know how to slow down before. And in fact, prior to COVID happening, I don't think I really slowed down in over 10 years when I look back at it all. At least these these last uh, this last decade in my twenties, it was not living very slow. It was always go 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 go, and whew, here we are. That American conditioning, 
for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that because I'm the same way too. Just on the go or wanting to do something all the time mm-hmm. or feeling like I need to be doing something or I'm not being productive. And this concept of, you know, time equals productivity mm-hmm. is been so ingrained and in my parents and my parents parents and myself and so yeah the the quarantine has definitely allowed me to reflect on that and to practice doing nothing you know it's it's been some days i have to actively force myself to do nothing oh my gosh <laughs> it is it's wild to to have to do that but i'm glad i have the opportunity now to do that mm-hmm. and it's been it's been nice it's been good for for my soul yeah it's a lot of conditioning to unlearn have you been feeling guilty at all for resting i know i have i wanted to ask if you were at all um sometimes i feel like when all this went down I didn't have time to rest. And it was when I stepped away from my nine to five. Mm. It was like, you know what? Let me rest. <laughs> I don't got to wake up early. I don't got to feel some sort of anxiety mm. or force my body to get out of bed before it's ready. That's that's always been. I, I know there's been a couple of times where I like stay up late or I'm just like really tired. And I got like work in the morning. And then the alarm on my phone goes off and Stoose. Yeah. You ever had that feeling when when like your brain is up, your face is up, but your body's still asleep, and then you try to get out the bed and you kinda just collapse. Fumble, <laughs> yes. Or you just yeah, you fumble and you almost take a nosedive. <laughs> that that or happens. Do take a, a nosedive in my case. Yeah. <laughs> it's like body wasn't ready, no. <laughs> I feel you. It's just a weird feeling. And so now I wake up and I I just lay there and mm. just kind of let my body wake up and catch up to, to like, my eyes and the rest of my mind. Mm. And take take a, a – and um, instill in a nice little ritual to, to warm up my day and not just kind of just have to go, like, oh – I'm late. Let me brush my teeth. Let me throw on the thing. I'm running now. I'm still half awake. Catch that bus. <laughs> Try to catch that bus. You still trying to wake up while you're at work, and now I'm just chugging like two, three cups of coffee just Thank to God be for alert. The <laughs> <laughs> so not to have to do that anymore yeah. has been a blessing, and to be able to create and to start this little series we got going on oh yeah you know? the series yeah the series <laughs> you know between two souls featuring between two souls marco solo and signature mimi yeah signature soul that's us that's yeah. us so what what is between two souls gonna be We're, this is a series that we've been talking about for for a while yeah and it's coming into fruition slowly and surely and foundationally the pieces are getting set but what really is two souls between two souls yeah i think you know just going back to what signature soul is Mm. is a fusion between 
you know, myself and you, mm -hmm. uh, Senator Mimi Marco Solo. And it's what we bring individually and infusing that, mm. you know, polymerization, those Yu-Gi-Oh fans out there. And in that fusion is the sum of you know, what we have individually as our creative spirit. Mm. And so that's that's kind of like the same approach for this little web series is to bring, you know, my passions, what I love my my vibe and and to bring yours as well and mm -hmm. to to talk about what's what's on our mind what's what's the current and what's our creativity and what's our process and whatever we want to bring to the table but to be to be real about it and to be authentic and to be ourselves mm. so that's that's pretty much it that's that's kind of the the foundation you know whatever it becomes it could be whatever we want so that's the beauty of between two souls, mm. because when it's two souls intertwining and not tangling up, you know, anything is possible. Mm, I hear that. I love the idea that this is just another manifestation of these evolving spaces. So much that's out there is uh, very regimented. You know, and there's such a, a confined structure to it. And I think that there's absolutely need for that. And there's a desire for those kind of things, too. And I love how we tend to, to challenge that and just like going with the ebb and the flow and to, to honor and be present with what's what's alive for us in these moments and mm. what's uh, what's sparking our, our creative juices and our flow in these moments and to to be growing with with our our series you know just like our poetry that's uh, and our music you know it's ever evolving regardless of when it was time stamped or when we created it however many years ago it's still a living and breathing embodiment and it's it's ever changing you know just like we are it's ever growing and so Between Two Souls is, again, another manifestation of that. It's to, to show where we are at right here, right now. And I look at it, too, as an opportunity to kind of archive the places that we've been as we continue to to record more episodes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. With um, just archiving, mm. it's we have so much material that... <sighs> <laughs> we still processing to get yeah. out. Uh, and sitting on. Yeah, it, materials including you know, hip-hop, music, spoken word, poetry, and everything that falls in between that, and a fusion of that as well. Reflections and ideas and brainstorms and projects that we're trying to get their feet off the ground for a while and have just kind of been laying dormant for right now or hibernating mm. and speaking of hibernating we're going into the to the womb time of year you know the dark mother is upon us and what a, a blessing to be able to go in deep and to to honor this darkness that's upon us you know the change of the seasons is so is so real. I used to get really devastated this time of year because there was so much darkness. But then I've kind of 
started thinking about it a little bit differently like oh what a moment to like recharge and uh also i feel like this is my most active time Mm. i think maybe that's changed since i was younger but um yeah i find i find i'm much more active um like mentally and maybe not as much physically as i think i i could be but uh definitely just more active um mentally and like socially in the ways that i can be during covid of course but it's i think a reflection for me of i wasn't born in in the western hemisphere <laughs> i was born in the eastern hemisphere of the world mm-hmm. and the seasons are opposite there and so this is actually like going into the summertime and so when i am here in the summer in the west it's very active and I just feel like as the winter is happening, that's like my summer in my at least my internal bodily <laughs> summer. It's still very much in tuned um, with the place that I was born. And so, yeah, I'm finding myself feeling more energized during this time of year. And I, I mentioned that it's my my 30 days till 30 countdown (laughs) and so i always feel super energized oftentimes feel super energized around this time of year too because it's it's my birthday and i tend to celebrate all month so Mm. just a lot of a lot of energy there for sure yeah i think i think i got some some uh some noise let me see uh what is it Oh. <laughs> Still working on the effects. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I was like, oh. Like, That's what I was trying to do. <laughs> uh, we'll work so, on that. Yeah, we'll work on it. It's, uh, <laughs> the pilot right here. Yeah. Um, so that's that's uh, a beautiful time right now to, and kind of wild time to be able to mm. turn into, or to turn into uh, that age in the midst of all that's going on right now you know we can't it's not like we can celebrate in the usual fashion yeah but we're gonna find some way to celebrate best believe that yeah exactly (laughs) exactly and so that's that's where creativity comes into play yes it's how how do we be creative and and moving forward um and figuring out how to get over these obstacles or these perceived obstacles Mm -hmm. that we kind of been used to not being there and now they're present. Mm. It's like, oh, we have to actually use our brain and, and <laughs> what does that feel it. like? <laughs> <laughs> it's I mean, I, we talk about people want change, mm. but when stuff changes, like people really are reluctant. Are reluctant. Yeah. We say we want change, but do we really want it? Mm. Hmm. I don't know. Is yeah. it worth the change? Yeah. I think people like change that is positive change, of course, but like change that um, they personally benefit. Mm. I feel like change, sometimes it changes for the worse. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it changes in a not ideal situation where people feel like they can work with that. Mm. or be comfortable with that kind of change like they mm. like change as long as they're still comfortable in that change mm. but when a change happens it makes you know makes people uncomfortable mm-hmm. you know it makes people do you know, 
kind of out of character things mm-hmm. i would say or it also brings out you know that the real person their true colors mm-hmm. and that's exactly what's how this pandemic has been showing a lot of people's true faces mm. i th- i want to add to that too is that change is not a one size fits all when we talk about change oftentimes it's like things that are going on in society or things that are going on in the government that we need to change and that we need we need to do something differently and change is not universal it's not a one size fits all what needs to change in some systems um is not what needs to change in other systems you know or what needs to change in one person is not something that needs to change in another person or maybe it's only a little bit of that change that needs to happen you know, in situation to situation. And so looking at change, how do we like expand the consciousness and the awareness around what change could be and recognize that, again, what's needed for one person or one group of people or one environment is not necessarily what is needed across the board. Mm. Yeah. And so I think for me, that's why what we do and just promoting creativity is to help make that change for ourselves. Mm. I feel like creativity is a tool that can help us with that change. And so for us, we've always been kind of like a live gigs, workshop, in person Mm -hmm. type of creatives. And now that we can't do that, we have to change the way we could share our creativity. And so that's why we have this setup right now Mm. to be able to just share our process in in doing that. Mm -hmm. And hopefully that could be helpful for other people who wants to create some sort of their own change Mm -hmm. and not let, you know, the outside environment, be the cause of the change but we be our own cause Mm. of the change we want to see yeah i really dig that Mm. thank you Mm -hmm. that was just a freestyle you know i do (laughs) (laughs) i miss freestyle fridays yeah freestyle fridays if you drop a beat let's see see if i come up with some bars right now you want me to drop a beat yeah you know how to beatbox a boots and cats and <laughs> yeah, I could try, <laughs> but uh, very rudimentary. Yeah, I'm a very asymmetrical kind asymmetrical. of rhythmic you do person. Oh, acapella freestyle. <laughs> I can I can try to keep beat, but man, I like I have rhythm, but it's very asymmetrical. Yeah. Oh, we could. All right. How about this? We could do like a acapella kind of like freestyle poem, or just like freestyle. Mm, poetic okay, let's try let's, speaking let's just try it freestyling you know we don't yeah. have to there's yeah we'll just go <laughs> yeah yeah just feed off of each other in the times of 2020 2020 when the vision is not so clear mm, hazy you know foggy it's misty out there mm. are you ready for the terrain you got your gear on Ooh, that rain is coming down Harder and harder, cleansing our souls, mm. make us realize the places that we've been, the places that we're longing to go. Mm. If only we had a raincoat, 
or an umbrella. Gotta pop it open. I gotta share with the kin folks. Mm. You know, we have to. It's the holiday season. Don't catch me under the mistletoe. <laughs> <laughs> Say, oh, <laughs> <laughs> unless I'm with the signature because it's like wee wee with my me me. I have to pause because I'm just I'm grateful for these moments to laugh, yeah, and mm, talk I'm about just, it. Uh, one of the things that I'm looking forward to in this next decade is uh, accessing more moments of joy and happiness and laughter, mm. especially those like deep, deep, deep belly laughs. The ones that like falls and the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ones that you're just laughing so hard that you can't breathe and like uh, yeah, <laughs> you feel like you you're swallowing your tongue. <laughs> you like. <laughs> You like pushing out the air. You ran out of breath. Those are my favorite laughing moments. I love it. And then your eyes start watering, and it's just like when I, whenever I feel that and am able to access it, it feels like a cleansing. Mm. It's just like a, a, a kind of like a resetting of my body, and I just find that my body just holds a lot of tension and a lot of stress and a lot of um, trauma, and those are some of the the most comfortable ways to just let it out mm. you know like i mean i have other outlets I, I i do a lot of healing through my my writing and i find other ways to to release and discharge that energy however when it comes to laughing it's just kind of like ha it's just like mm. a uh the floodgates are opening yeah, yeah, release release <laughs> the gates yeah and so I'm looking forward to, to accessing more of those those kind of moments. And I'm not waiting until I turn 30 to start accessing that, of course. But, like, yeah. that's what I'm looking forward to It's just more of that, that those belly laughs and that, that rumble that comes with, with that kind of joy. Mm, yeah. I feel you on that. I feel like that, that also brings – it's such a positive vibration within mm-hmm. the body, mm-hmm. a healing vibration. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like laughing keeps keeps us young. It does, you yeah. Know? You ever seen an old person who never like smiles and just got that default scowl like Yeah. And like <laughs> you try to crack a joke and, it's so <laughs> and they're like Yeah, they're like, Why are you so serious? And 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 they're the one that's the most wrinkly, you know, the most got problems with whatever the blood work is going on, you know. Yeah. Causing, you know, just all sorts of disease and yeah. It's laugh like therapy. Yeah, laugh therapy, <laughs> laugh healing. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's it's it has been difficult to find moments of laughter, like especially in the media. Yeah. because the media is, is more adept at showing the messed up shit that's going on. And bombarding us with all of that yeah, the and grief and the the things that are just you know toxic and unhealthy and i don't know it's like that misery loves company kind of mentality when i look at the mm-hmm. news you yeah. know it's just sharing like all of this this sadness and this anger 
And it's very, very few moments of of happiness that they show or share. I remember um, watching the 6 o'clock and 6.30 news as a kid. My dad used to love watching the news. Mm-hmm. And um, it would be like the last two minutes of the, the entire news show that they would give some little um, tidbit of like joy, like a I don't know, like a dog chasing the mailman or something. <laughs> Maybe that's not <laughs> joyful, but <laughs> like, like you know, as they leave, like, all right, we're about to conclude our segment. Here's something funny. <laughs> yeah, like here, here's something that you know it can make you laugh or bring you joy after mm-hmm. we just bombarded you with all of what's going on in the yeah. world that's unhappy yeah. or difficult to deal with. Yeah destructive or yeah destructive like oh this is here here's another day in the life of the war overseas mm. or something you know or like this is what this messed up politician did in this place or mm-hmm. this is what's leaking into the ocean uh, still still <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah there's definitely need to be more of a balance in the news and i agree and media outlet in general yeah like it's like it's it's important to know what's going on now but like we don't highlight the good things enough that's going on balance yeah it needs to be balanced just as much it for every kind of messed up segment that you got to share you got to share something that that balance that out mm-hmm. that is equal and opposite in in the other direction and so that's that's really the key to life for me, it's been finding the balance. Mm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. if we go the other way too, like too much, like too much joy. <laughs> yeah, we had a whole conversation <laughs> on joy the yeah. other day. Um, but yeah, the mm, the escapism, mm. you know, and the sensationalism that happens when um, we focus too much on like the good things, mm-hmm. you know, or like optimism. I think that it's it's healthy to be optimistic. I'm very optimistic with how much time I have, but I'm always yeah. running late to everything. <laughs> but um, I think it's because I'm optimistic uh-huh, uh-huh. that I think I have all this time to fit You're in my schedule. <laughs> but nonetheless, um, yeah, focusing too much on like trying to be optimistic or trying to find like the good in everything is is can be just as toxic as only looking at the bad and everything. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, mm-hmm. I think it's it's so much uh, fruit, more fruitful and valuable when we're able to find balance in uh, things that are, are happy and things that are sad. Mm-hmm. But then again, I also don't think that it's at these extremes either. Like trying to move away from thinking simply in duality. Mm. And really just trying to like hold these multiple truths as such truths yeah true because it could be multiple beams on the balance Mm -hmm. and not just like a seesaw but there's multiple beams that have to like balance each other out Mm -hmm. to keep that equilibrium Mm -hmm. I liked how you were explaining it the other day and talking about how you use a, st- a Star Wars reference, and you're speaking to how with like the Siths and the the Jedi. Oh yeah. Like yeah. if there's ever um, a buildup on one energy source, 
then there's going to be a counter source, you know, to to rebalance it. Yeah. And that's that like struggle that I think we experience in a, in our day to day is mm-hmm. like all right, well, all these things are going well, so what are we going to do to mess it up? Or, <laughs> like, what's going to yeah, exactly. make us, you know, stumble? And, I mean, we can, like, look for those things and, like, anticipate them and whatnot. But, like, it's so it's so fruitful when we're able to, like, just, like, okay, this is this is happening and this is happening. And here I am trying to, to find balance in both of these things, hold both of these things as as possible truths in this moment. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, there's so much um I think one sidedness that if it drops too hard in that seesaw, it's just gonna bounce the other person like way up, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so have yeah. you ever tried to like balance on that seesaw with the other person where you're trying to like see who, who how we can like be in the air at the same time? Have you ever tried that? No, no, I was <laughs> I didn't know that's the thing. Yeah, I used to, to try both be in the air. Yeah, we would like try to like lift off at the same time and like see if we could oh, get it'd be like flat. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I see what and you try mean. to balance. Oh, dang, that's that's it's very tricky. I had a lame childhood, apparently. No. no. <laughs> it's it's not as easy as it sounds because, you know, people come in different shapes and sizes. Yeah, <laughs> so. different ways. You have to account for the amount of force you, you push up mm-hmm. on the ground. It has to be kind of, like, equal, and then you have to be of equal weight as well. There's a lot of factors, mm-hmm. and you got to check the wind. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, the moments on the playground. Yeah. Young learning. Oh, yeah. Oh, good times. Yeah, there's a lot of stories there in the playground, you know? <laughs> oh, I have one more thing from the playground. There was this one that this one playground that I used to frequent as a young person um, in my old neighborhood. And there was this uh, spinning disc. I don't know what these are called or if you ever... Um, it stopped. Yeah, um, there's not enough. Why? <laughs> I ran out of space, probably from the practice. I don't know. We got to get that bigger SD out. card. <laughs> Technical but, difficulties, but you could finish. This could be like an audio version. Yeah. So continue your story. Yeah. So the is this still uh, yeah, it's still recording. Okay, sweet. Hopefully that doesn't run out. <gasps> but <laughs> um, are you are you familiar with those devices? Uh, or let's see, are you familiar with those? Uh, playground things that they're like a disc and you can sit in it and someone can spin you around yeah yeah yeah. you know what i'm talking about the little carousel things yeah i know those yeah but it's like you just it's like a saucer and you sit in it Mm -hmm. and people oh my gosh i'm just recalling the playground and it spun around that thing i can no longer go on anything that just is spinning me around like i can ride roller coasters and be fine with it like the the adrenaline rush i don't not that i'm like out here riding roller coasters all the time it's been a a lot of years since i've done that but i could enjoy that so much more than any of these rides that go around in circles especially Mm -hmm. ones that go really really fast it just makes me too dizzy (laughs) too (laughs) nauseous And I feel like that's just like very symbolic of all of the ways. <laughs> <laughs> Elijah's went out. 
Well, it doesn't matter because the, the the video recording stopped anyways. But we're yeah. still, we still got the audio going. So yeah, the is, audio is still this going. This is the Patreon content right here. Yeah, this is- <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. This is so funny. Um, yeah, so we got to make sure we charge that. And we got to make sure that we have more room on this SD card to offer the video content too. But mm-hmm. yeah, if you're you're tuning in to us on the, the audio waves. I mean, we could do a solid 30 minutes. We, we've already gone beyond that. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I just need a one of those DC outlet uh, oh, chargers yeah, to just in. to plug it in, keep it consistently on, so it's not running off the battery. Mm-hmm. All the things you gotta think about when you set up a a, a video series. <laughs> yeah, with, the uh, learning curves. <laughs> yeah, exactly, learning curves, and it's just us two, you know, DIY setup right here. Yeah, do you want to talk about that? Uh, sure. Yeah, it's it's been a whole process. Doing it yourself is a learning curve in and of itself, mm-hmm. especially if you're not used to doing it yourself. <laughs> Which I feel like, because how advanced our society is and technology is, that we could is only have to worry about focusing or specializing in just one thing mm-hmm. or just a few things. And having a team of folks. That's why it's important to have teams. Because mm-hmm. each member could specialize in a certain aspect that could contribute to the whole. But if you're doing it yourself, you have to learn everything. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think there's power in being autonomous to do do whatever, whenever you want. And at the same time, it's a lot, it's a lot more energy to be able to to balance that and to check check the boxes to make sure everything is going according to plan. Mm-hmm. And so if one thing goes out, you're still in charge of making sure that works works out at the end of the day. Right. But it's it's this is part of the learning curve. This is part of the process and part of the growth. And it's cool to be able to, when you do stuff, on your own to to learn on the fly through experience through mm-hmm. trial and error through failing and adjusting and, and trying again yeah i feel like that yeah that really resonates a lot with just entrepreneurial spirit and like what i would learn about being an entrepreneur back in school and it was it was just mostly around you know if you if you are only successful you're not really you're not really doing it because you have to fail in order to like improve and to get better and to you know find ways to to carry through and carry on but if you only know success and you've never met failure it can really like toss you on your on your on your ass really (laughs) you know like it can really throw you through a bunch of loops that are are super uncomfortable and if you don't have a muscle of having to get back up Mm -hmm. it can like one failure can like you you know spiral somebody yeah out of uh like one failure can knock somebody down for a long time, especially mm. if it's not something that they're used to, or again, that that's a muscle. And so I feel like it's just, it's, it's important to be able to learn and to grow from experiences. And as we were getting ready to start these, 
these episodes, what we were learning from people who have been doing this already is that you just got to do it. You just got to try. Yeah. You know, if you have the, you know, the tech and the resources to make a quality content or, um, yeah, to provide quality content in that way, uh, then that's cool. But if you don't, that's okay too. Like mm-hmm. if you just have a phone, you know, you can you can record yourself and the more that you do it, the the stronger your muscle gets. And, you know, eventually like if people like your content, then they'll they'll support it. Yeah. And that support is just gonna compound into being able to access stronger and more quality resources. Yes, and and you'll gain the experience. Facts. And be better each time. Facts. At least hopefully. I mean, yeah. for, <laughs> for <laughs> us, can hope. yeah, we, I feel like just practice. Practice is, it never fails. Practice, um, unless you're practicing failing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you always, there's always some sort of improvement in practicing and repetition and, and consistency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the things that, I really like to say a lot that comes from a poem that I wrote years ago is that practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes progress perfectly. Bars. And that's something that um, I just really have to remind myself over and over again because I do, you know, navigate these lines of what I think is perfect and, you know, how I, I wouldn't say like I'm a perfectionist per se. But I, I do walk that line of like, oh, this could be a certain kind of way and feeling some kind of way when it's not that kind of way. <laughs> yeah. And so um, just reminding myself that any progress forward and practice forward um, is is valuable and is an opportunity to, again, keep growing and keep evolving. Yeah. Speaking of practice. Do we want to practice pulling some perspective pops? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's let's do that. Ring, 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 ring. Perspective pops. Tell them. So, if you've ever been in a workshop with us, it's very likely that you've experienced perspective pops. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever been at a gathering with us or... Basically anywhere with us, mm-hmm. it's very likely <laughs> that you've either seen, experienced, or at least heard of perspective pops. And so these are uh, questions and statements that we have put onto popsicle sticks, inspired by popsicle sticks that were at the end of our popsicles uh, growing up that had jokes on them. And it was like a, a surprise to see what the joke was going to say. Uh, But these, again, are questions and statements that we invite people to uh, answer or respond to, however much or little that they would like to. And it's a way to get to know one another. We use these as conversation starters. We use these as uh, writing topics. We use these as uh, things to talk about at the dinner table, etc. And so I'd love to, to invite you to pull a perspective pop and don't mind if I do respond to it. All right. So the perspective pop I pulled says in my experience dot dot dot. 
Mm. <sighs> Gotta take a deep breath. Mm. So important to breathe. In my experience, adults are just grown ass kids. <laughs> And I say that because I feel like I'm a grown ass kid. (laughs) (laughs) And accepting that, that there's not like some sort of major switch, you know, once you become legal age, Mm -hmm. like I was still myself, but just with more experience. Mm -hmm. And at first, thinking i had to be a certain way because now i'm an adult now i gotta pay bills and and in a way certain responsibilities does change the way you act and behave Mm -hmm. in the world and at the same time i think i made it a point for myself to to not lose that element of my younger self Mm. of like who i was and my identity and how I maneuver in this world, more or less, um, to be authentically me, which is who I was as a kid. Because, mm-hmm. like, when you're a kid, you're just you. You're mm-hmm. not trying to fake nothing or anything. Like, especially, like, before you go on, like, become preteen or in high school where, you know, they might you might go through a phase of trying to be, like, with the cool kids or trying to, you know, experiment, go goth or any of that but like when you're like a little kid running around the playground, you know you want to do what you want to do and and what you like to do, and you know in my experience, you know with how society works in the United States is that it kind of beats that out of you. It kind of mm-hmm. like slowly but surely, like through the years and through the 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 setbacks and the failures, it kind of like makes it it was for me i felt this callousness of of like being myself to be able to succeed and so i had to prescribe to what it means to be a like a a working adult that is contributing to the gdp of this country Mm. and not just being a genuinely free person, human being, like animal on this earth. Mm-hmm. And so, in my experience, it's how I see for myself and for like, like when I see like my relatives who are older, my elders, like I see the little kid in them nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, at first, like as a, you know, when you're a kid, like there's like this power that adults have, and then when when I became an adult, I realized that you know my elders don't know any better than me in in the way of like like there's some sort of like they they have experience that I don't have, and at the same time like they also don't know and are figuring stuff out as mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. and so like as an adult you you definitely don't have the answers and i think it to to really like one of the highlights of being a kid is 
this constant learning about the world around you and and as adults when we go into adults usually we just stop learning like some people stop at high school some people stop at college some people stop whatever phd more or less like there's like these like kind of checkpoints of where people stop like at least academically learning and in life that kind of like it's like oh i've I've done whatever i find a job let me just grind and and do that Mm -hmm. and the expansive learning of just a little bit of everything stops there and then you kind of specialize into whatever your job is and you identify as whatever your job like i'm a baker i'm a you know cashier i'm a a lawyer i'm a doctor and and there's learning in the field that you specialize in and then sometimes people just settle and i feel like in my experience that that kind of limiting of this uh curiosity for knowledge for different types of things that Mm. doesn't even have to fit into what your day job is but to like go beyond what what would benefit uh knowledge wise your job um we we tend to lose that because maybe we don't like our job maybe you know we just kind of become complacent and decide not to like expand and i think that is not conducive to evolving as a species when when we just settle so that's what my experience has been Mm. (laughs) in learning about adulthood Mm. i really uh, resonate a lot with what you just said and i think about the the way you started that and you were saying how adults are really just big kids. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that I'm just going to do a plug here for youth voices matter and hey. the Sharon speaks that we offer uh, on second Fridays from six thirty to 8 PM on zoom. They're an opportunity for youth and young at heart to come together and to share experiences and to share insight and wisdom and to be able to create together and converse with one another. And it's it's really just to to come together. And there are people from all over that will will drop in. And so if you find yourself in need of something like that, a space like that, uh, you are more than welcome to join us during that time. Yes. And it's a it's very similar to how we describe this space in that it's ever evolving and it's really based on the the needs of the the people that are participating. And it's evolved over the years since we started it in 2015 and it's it's continuing to manifest new life forms. And so if you find yourself free on a Friday night at six thirty to between six thirty and eight o'clock come for as little or as long as you'd like and um we'd love to share space and time with you in that way yes and on that note it is now time for you <laughs> to <laughs> draw your perspective <laughs> all right 
Ooh. So the, the pop that I pulled today is I want to be remembered for. Mm. And, um, ooh. Legacy. Yeah. Ooh, that, that hits today. That hits differently. Um, I want to be remembered for, for many things. Um, I want to be remembered for my poetry, for one. Uh, poetry has been my outlet for as long as I can remember. And it's been the way that I've been able to reconnect and remember who I am. And it's been an opportunity for me to get to connect and experience who other people are. And it's been one of the, the greatest gifts uh, that I've been able to walk this journey and, and carry with me. And it's, it's been an honor to be able to share my voice in that way and to encourage other people to share their voices. And so, uh, and to also like having heard over the years that people have found themselves in, in some of the words that I've written. And so if there's, if there's one thing I, I definitely want to be remembered for, it's for my poetry and the way that it, um, has helped people. Uh, connect deeper to themselves too. Mm. Um, I also want to, I want to be remembered for my laugh. <laughs> we mm. were talking earlier about mm. wanting to laugh more, and I feel like so much of my life I've, I've had this like yearning to laugh, and I found myself in so many serious moments that I I forgot what laughter could even feel like or sound like, and so again. As I'm going into this next decade and this next chapter and finding ways to to laugh more, I want to be remembered for that laughter mm. and that um, signature laugh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> especially the ones where I can't catch my breath. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, between poetry and and laughter, um, I also I want to be remembered for the ways that I make people feel. You know, either. Um, hopefully in good ways, but I know that that's not always realistic. You know, we're all going through our, our ups and our downs and, you know, sometimes it might be, um, an off day that we cross paths, but I want to be remembered for how I make people feel. And if that's, you know, as a way that like I challenge people or I make people feel good or I make, I make people laugh or I make people contemplate. I want to be remembered for that, um, especially if it has a, a positive impact. Mm. Yeah, so that's that's some of the stuff that I want to be remembered for. Word, that's beautiful. Thanks. Well, that was a little taste of perspective pops. Mm-hmm. And what's to come? Yeah, there's definitely more to come. And we have a lot of different workshops that we will also like to share on on this web series, on this talk series. And yeah, it's been a it's been a great time just talking between us two as as two creatives individually. Two souls. Two souls. Traveling. 
this thing called life traveling on this journey yeah <laughs> traveling on this journey that we call life mm-hmm. it's an honor to to travel with you solo likewise signature <laughs> <laughs> yeah so if you want to if you want to tune in um if you want to express yourself or share ideas uh or if there's things that you want to hear us talk about let us know can't promise that we'll talk about it all but mm-hmm. we'll definitely keep in in mind um as this this series evolves and as it it grows into what it's what it's going to be yes and you know we do have a lot to to share and we can't wait to be able to to share that through these mediums uh, in the meantime if you want to check out some of our materials definitely go on the internet browser type in signature soul dot love l-o-v-e exactly and that will take you to our website where you can find all of our content all of our content all of our social media links mm-hmm. and uh the work that we do together as signature soul as well as the work that we do individually as marco solo and signature mimi yes and as we journey together we all raise the collective consciousness. Yeah, I I would love to talk more about that, but we'll save it for for our next episode. But yeah, we should definitely share with people what our our mantra is about raising the collective consciousness one soul at a time. That starts with us. It also starts with you all out there listening. Mm-hmm. And with that, we'd like to thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Thank you for tuning in and and sharing the love and may you find ways to, to rest and recharge on your journeys and may you find outlets to to create and to reimagine the ways that your life could be more creative <laughs> and more full of the things that you want. Yes, because we all deserve that. Absolutely. Well, this has been another, the first episode of Between Two Souls. Between Two Souls. And I'm Marco Solo. I'm Signature Mimi. And together we are Signature Soul. And we'll catch y'all on the next one. Peace, love, and poetic justice. Peace. <laughs>